0: Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Seaspire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 324, and today we're talking about Head Chef from Mau Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart. I'm GC13. And I'm David. You know, it was, it was weirdly refreshing to start the episode and, and see Mau Mau and Badgerclops collaborating so effortlessly. I thought, wow, we just haven't... I feel like I haven't seen this in such a long time, and of course... Of course! We had to get such a lovely and beautiful opening just to, to set up one of the most heated and angry arguments between <laughs> between our duo yet. You ever been in one of those dumb arguments? It's like, why are we angry at each other? Uh, pro- you know, honestly, probably not in a long time, because I'm going to be honest, It's the, the character trait that unites Mao Mau and Badgerclops is they're both way too petty. <laughs> and so this is how they end up in things like this. And stubborn. They're petty and stubborn. Petty and stubborn. And I, I, uh, I will say I don't. I don't think I'm as petty or stubborn as these two. Which I think most humans on on Earth could probably say. There are some that that aren't. So, uh, w- would you consider yourself more of a cooking scientist or a cooking artiste? Mm. I think only because of lack of cooking skills, I am more of a cooking scientist. If if I end up cooking, you know, I want to imagine I can improvise, but. Yeah, that's how I, uh, well, it depends on, uh, on, there are certain things I feel comfortable making just, eh, you know, I'll take whatever and I'll make it work, but, uh, you know, anything with baking is going to involve a certain amount of, I need this kind of a ratio to make this work, and, uh, for anything unfamiliar, of course, gotta follow the recipe because I don't understand what makes this taste good. Right, I mean, you gotta do the cooking by the book. (laughs) There's a little song in there. Have have you seen that? (laughs) <laughs> the Lazy Town remix song. No, unfortunately <laughs> I have not. No, it's not unfortunate. <laughs> it's really not. Oh, <laughs> uh, because <laughs> the, the Lazy Town remix I heard by the Living Tombstone for Weird Number One was great. Uh, that one is great. It's amazing that Lazy Town produced two. This one surprisingly has a lack of Rotten Robbie in it. Oh man. I know, I know. Okay, yeah, that, that will bring it down. It's just it's just Lazy Town with a lot of expletives which but it's also <laughs> okay. really well mixed like they combine lazy town and little john and you're like wow <laughs> it's it's impressive so we we have the the peasant division of the head chef tv show heating up the competition in mau mau here it, was this an ongoing show uh, yes it is an ongoing show because they were watching it uh, well, Adorabat was watching it while Mau Mau and Badger Clops were cooking. Oh, that's true. Okay. I I love how <laughs> the documentary style works where both Mau Mau and Badger Clops keep saying, I mean, I've never seen this show before so I don't really know how it works. But that's all Badger Clops. Mau, Mau never says whether he watches the show or not. Oh, okay. I did also like the running gag of Badger Clops. Not being able to fit on the chair, and that just being a complete distraction. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, they they had, that had development throughout the episode. He eventually got a folding chair. Absolutely. (laughs) I I will say they, they played up the Badger measuring, like, for laughs, like, the way he opens an egg is. I mean, I guess that's one way to make sure you don't get any eggshell in your food, so I guess it's not all bad. Uh, Except... Cops does end up getting Hydra eggshell in his like he puts everything into the skillet when he does his when he does his meal so maybe there's some property to Hydra eggs that make them worth putting in doubtful eh, I, I guess I mean this 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 guy's all about cooking by the book so it must have been part of his recipe well I mean except I've never seen him with a book but you know uh, so it's I mean we've said Snugglemane is a complete criminal before but this just. Puts him over the line completely. What? Are you talking about the Vaseline on the lens? That is a completely legitimate filtration technique. No, he's totally... There's no law in the books against putting Vaseline on your camera lens. Look, he can put all the Snapchat filters on his live feed he wants, but it's that he takes the Hydra's eggs. It's, you know, they were illegal and he removed the law? Did he have, like, a sensible, you know, predecessor who's been... who had made laws that he just keeps... You know, taking back? Okay, okay, counterpoint. Hydras are dangerous monsters, and we should we should be removing mm-hmm. their eggs from their nests all that we can. You know, I would say, no, let's just not disturb the monsters, except that we've already heard the thoughts of monsters on this show before, and they really are just bad, quote, people. Yeah. So I guess we should stop them from existing? We haven't seen a reason yet why monsters should be preserved in this world yeah the the law against eating hydra eggs was probably passed back before monsters could attack the city and therefore back before there was any reason to limit their population Hmm. snugglemane is being an economically responsible king incentivizing the eradication of a dangerous species i can't believe <laughs> we're giving snuggle credit okay okay let's Let's be fair. He probably didn't think too hard about it, but like he-, he lucked into a wise policy. I guess so. I have a question about Badgerclops. So when he's doing all of his measurements, he can you know see in this digital screen, but he doesn't have a robotic eye, right? Maybe he's seeing. Maybe he's processing with the computer on board his arm because they are linked so he can he right can be transmitting that down to the arm and allowing it to be processed there before it's sent back up to his brain for understanding right i was thinking about how the neural link worked and i was trying to remember if mao Mau, when he wore the arm had the same vision and i think he does so you know the like vision data from your eye goes to your brain but then it's getting data passed from the brain to the arm back to your brain which is wild <laughs> but okay I just wonder if they thought about it. Transmission at the speed of light, baby. Yeah. Well, at the speed of neurons, which is actually like 300 milliseconds. So, I mean, maybe the connection to the brain, you know, between the arm can be as fast as it needs to be. But, you know, we won't worry about the mechanics of it beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just thought about it out of nowhere. It looks cooler than that, uh, than that gross bird. Absolutely. Real growth in this episode, though. So yeah, okay. Mao Mao and Badgerclops come together, defeat the Hydra, and realize that their skills complement each other. Fine, but also Badgerclops remembers that the phrase is artsy fartsy. Oh, because you know it was super embarrassing it, for him <laughs> to just call him an artsy. What does he say? Just artsy man. <laughs> you artsy. <laughs> that was that was very surprising not to, not to hear artsy fartsy. Then he, then he calls him a fartist. Later, making up for his mistake. That stings, Mau Mau. Yeah, Mau Mau never even heard that, you know, insult before. So there That's you go. very creative from Badger clubs. Best development in the episode, for sure. <laughs> also, Hydra is a much better monster in the, like, tier of Mau Mau monsters. So far, maybe I'd put it only behind the uh, monster that Mau Mau fights in front of his father. I don't remember if that was ever given a name. Ah, I don't think it was. Yeah, that was a that was a really cool one. I think the Hydra is actually a wonderful counter to Mabu because, as we see, if Mabu's not allowed to cut something with a sword, he just cuts it anyway. So if you give something where that has a negative consequence, oops. Well, and if, th- he didn't really limit the whole head chopping thing either. He just he's like, I'm going to keep doing this while Badriclop sets up whatever he's doing, but. I don't- wasn't that really wise? I- I- I guess as yeah. long as you can cut really fast, it does prevent heads from existing and doing things, even though they grow back in greater numbers, like, yeah. so, sure. Hey, Mow like, have, have you ever thought of, like, stabbing things with your sword? Maybe that works? <laughs> right! He <laughs> gruesomely could have just stabbed their skulls, maybe. But, you know, Mow all about that cut life. Ooh, now I wanna see... We know someone else who's all about that slicing and dicing. I want to see Mau Mau versus Da Samurai. No, not the old Da Samurai either. I want to see De Samurai in his prime. I just watched the original clip of that where they fight with the bamboo sticks. I think that's so funny. Then I'm thinking of that again. Obviously, Mau Mau would would whoop him because, like, Mau Mau is much closer to the Samurai Jack end of the spectrum. But like, the samurai is actually not that bad. It's just that you know, Samurai Jack is amazing. Remember classic Cartoon Network bumpers from early two thousands, where the characters would be interacting in Cartoon Network City. I would love to see Samurai Jack and Mao Mao interacting because you know he Mao de- Mao Mau doesn't have any of the patience or any of that, but he is a truly good fighter in a maybe a way closer to the Scotsman you know like hmm. and the scotsman is more of an equal to samurai jack that would be cool having Mamau and the scotsman together i mean the, the, the scots it's funny because Mamau is probably personality wise closer to the scotsman but you know badger Klops is his scotsman he even has the amputated part of his body to serve wow. his gun <laughs> that's what i was thinking i was like a lot of his personality like Though where the Scotsman just starts going off on insults, I'm thinking you could do a fan <laughs> animation of that, but just with badger clops. Hmm. Now now we need the, the Scotsman to call Jack an artsy fart-fartist. <laughs> that would be- that, that would absolutely be it. Quick, we need to check for Cameo. See if he's on Cameo. <laughs> so Pinky was this close to having a home, finally. I mean, what's, what's with the economic situation? We have all these people living in homes, and, you know, Pinky has to squat in an arm. I, I, where did they even come up with that joke? Like, he throws <laughs> himself in the middle of the, you know, gets entangled in Badgerclops' arm, and then they're like, let's make him randomly reference squatter's rights. Okay. <laughs> Why not? I live here now. <laughs> You'll oh, never get Pinky. rid of me. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. There's there's going to be an episode where Pinky, you know, eventually finds his way up the up the hill or the mountain to the well what would we call it the hideout, their home, their their headquarters. That'll <laughs> that'll be a terrible day for for Mao and crew. Mm. I mean, he was able to make his way up to the palace, so I don't think making it up to Sheriff HQ would be trouble at all. No. Oh, God. I mean, if he brought mayonnaise to the palace, I hate to think <laughs> of what he would bring to the sheriff's department. Oh, Lord, that mayonnaise. God, there's gonna be vegemite everywhere. Yeah, I mean I I do I do think that Pinky was wonderfully placed. It's it's just a so random, didn't expect that. Um very good use of Pinky. Almost always it happens that way with Pinky. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. They, they they always find the right spot to randomly sprinkle him in, they do a great job. I approve. Finally, for me, I, I do also approve of Adorbat's. It ends up being kind of a small role in this episode but you know she's doing her best cooking her plastic toys I they they only had so much to work with to actually convince us that it was plastic the tomato slice I like that you know the the, the pre-cut thing brought back the mems of playing with such a thing in preschool and then you know the plastic egg flipping over and then you know she tries presenting her dish at the end and again in any <laughs> other cartoon maybe she'd win but no King Supplement says that is disgusting, don't eat that chubum. I'm the winner <laughs> Yeah, chubum was all ready to give it a try I wonder what he would have rated it I'm pretty sure Blue wouldn't have been impressed though No Never impressed, I don't know, he was impressed the last time the Adorabat went out for him She had her song and dance number Very yeah. impressive They like to do nice visual gags With King I uh, Yeah, I like the one where he just is choking on the ground That was my <laughs> visual gag highlight <laughs> uh the uh, cut away gary cut away cut away Cut away! <laughs> well yeah especially the first time it happens he's like begging him for a whole 15 to 20 seconds or at least it feels that long S- so i guess somebody on the editing team is also named gary because he did obligingly fade to black uh, obediently following his mm. king's order so we learned something some deep lore about mau mau the show yeah but wait is that in the credits though some someone should fact check that he he might be he might be an intern. He might not be he might not be in the credits. Well, that's one way to convince yourself <laughs> that your deep lore is right. I can't be wrong if it was someone who wasn't referenced in the credits. Hey, if that doesn't work for you, we can always say that Gary is a nickname. Twenty twenty, we've all learned how to convince ourselves of our own conspiracy theories. Hooray! Anyway, guys, that's been us on Head Chef. <laughs> join us next week until then i'm gc13 and i'm david don't forget to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts later everybody our opening and closing music is by mark soto for more cartoon related content please visit lunarceasefire.com